welcome to this Sunday morning meeting podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by Paul Abel. Hello, everybody. Okay, so today we've got this Psalm 91. Where I'd like to start is just to remind you of one of the videos I did not that long ago here on YouTube on the uh, sure and certain topic. Uh, right at the beginning of it, I talked about the acronym WORD because this is an important way that we choose to believe. Remember last week I talked about the seven secrets of happiness, the, the various seven choose statements. Right at the top was choose to believe. Well, how do you do that? Well, one of the ways is to use this acronym WORD. WORD, the W stands for Word. You need to be into the Word of God. So we're going to look at a passage from the Word of God today. Then you've got the O. What does that observe? Well, as you look, as you observe the Word, you need to see what is in that Word where God is speaking to you, to us, to our community. You're, you're looking to hear, as it were, what God is saying to you. So we will look at the Word and you will gain from that what is God saying to you. The third one, the R in the word word, the R is right then, because if you just listen to the word and you go away and do nothing, it's like the Bible actually says, it's like looking in a mirror and walking away and forgetting what you look like. Right then, the R, what are we going to do with that word? And then D, which is devote yourselves to prayer, but picking up on the the word from Acts is devote yourselves to prayer, take hold of this word, listen to this word, pray it through understand it and why as we devote ourselves to prayer it becomes that the word is not just for us but it's for the as like the disciples in acts 242 it's devoting ourselves to prayer but also to the fellowship we need that connection with one another to the breaking of bread and to the teaching that comes from the church so it's an important little acronym word so let's have a look we're going to go from psalm 91 so if you've got a bible with you this morning or a phone or wherever you're accessing your Bible, then you can take a look at that and open that right up. I'm using the uh, NIV version today, so probably most of you have got one of those if you want the exact words. And I believe God is going to speak to you this morning and it's going to equip you. Um, and as we speak, remember that choose to believe that we looked at last week. Okay, choose to believe. And as, as you do that, you can even work through the other seven if you still got it handy from last week things like choose to notice be thankful for what god is doing choose to change allow the word of god to change you and change the way you believe and understand uh choose to connect with your church with the community around you and most importantly with god choose to hang out with god and that was the whole word acronym and remember that choose to speak the truth but in love where a gentle word turns away anger but a harsh word stirs up disruption and then choose God's wisdom, which is not looking to God to make you happy, but choosing God's wisdom, which says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things, including being happy, will be part of it. So let's look at what we've got in Psalm 91 today. Whoever, 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 okay, whoever, there's no limit here. You're not excluded because you did something or you didn't do something or you forgot this or you forgot that or you're not educated enough or you're too educated or too ugly or too beautiful. This is just whoever. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. 
Whoever dwells, what is that word dwell? I want to pick out just a few words because we're looking at the word so we can, we can see what God is saying, so we can take action on that word and devote ourselves into praying that word through. This is a really good word to pray over, particularly perhaps if you're struggling, but you can pray over this Psalm 91, particularly when we've got COVID-19 lurking around. But dwell or dwells, whoever dwells, means to sit. And we need to take that time of sitting. I mean, you know, and often, especially when I'm praying at church, I can't pray sitting down, I tell you. I want to take action. I want to march up and down. I want to declare. But there's also time to sit in the presence of God, to dwell. It literally means to inhabit. And as you inhabit in God, inhabit means to live in. This is about Jesus living in you. Interestingly, though, the word's also used for enduring. So as we sit in God's presence, as we live in God's presence, as God fills us, it enables us to endure. The word means stay. Whoever dwells. This isn't a five-minute thing. This is taking time in the midst of everything else we do, perhaps turning a film off, turning a program off that we were going to watch. Or something else we were going to do. Do you know what? It's amazing how often when you come in to pray, suddenly you're too tired. Ever had that? Oh, I get that. You know? And suddenly you're too tired, so you do something else. Listen, let's reject the flesh and let's reject the enemy and dwell, inhabit, rest in the shelter of the Most High. The shelter word there means a hiding place, a secret place. You need your secret hiding place with God. Lord Almighty, Elion is the Hebrew word used for God here. The Lord Almighty. You need your own lockdown. Not lockdown in your house because of a virus, but lockdown with the Lord Almighty, safe with him. You need to stay safe, stay home. This time the home is in that presence of God. Now, just where you are, let's just pray this over each household where you are right now. Just be sitting or even lying down, probably some of you. Sitting, dwelling in the presence of God. As you do that, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, that we dwell. We sit in the secret hiding place of God. And as we do, you come and inhabit us. You come and live in us. This is the promise of your word. Even right now, I pray, church, that you experience that peace, that rest of God coming on you right now. Some of you will be more difficult. There's other things going on in the house. But still the peace of God can be with you. Don't worry about being distracted by the children right now. They're all part of this. If they're colouring there on the floor or doing something on the floor, or children, if you're listening directly, just hold your hands out like this, everybody, and listen. God, because his peace is on you. So we're dwelling in the secret place. We're dwelling in the hiding place. Will rest, it says, in the shadow of the Almighty. Now, this word rest actually also means sleep. 
If you ever fall asleep when you're being quiet in God, you're just being biblical, okay? I mean, I'm not talking about deliberately just falling asleep. But sometimes when we fall asleep in prayer, we can feel like, oh, I wasted my time. Well, maybe in some ways, but in others, you just rested in his presence. But really, really importantly, that makes this an important plus in at night type prayer, particularly if you sometimes have trouble sleeping or always have trouble sleeping. You can go to bed saying, I dwell, I live in the secret place, my hiding place with God. And as you go to bed, as you go to sleep, it's like you are crawling into that cocoon of safety of God. And you will sleep, it says, in the shadow of the Almighty. The shadow is, well, in a hot Middle Eastern country, you can imagine the, the shadow was even more important. The shade was even more vital for getting out of that hot sun. And there's that picture of coming out of whatever the days brought you, whatever the day threw at you, whatever happened that day, you just come into that cool, calm comfort of God's shadow, the shadow of the Almighty, El Shaddai, the Hebrew word is here. You come into El Shaddai, the Almighty. There is no one greater than him. And as you sleep, you rest in that presence. Right then, how do we take hold of this further? How do we get into this further? Well, we pray it like we're saying, and we look at what else there is. So let's look at verse 2. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. This, look what it says. I will say. There's a choice being made. Make the choice to believe. How do you how do you believe if, if, if your feelings and emotions are running in the opposite direction? Well, one of the ways you do that is you start to declare. You start to say what the truth is because truth will change how you are. Truth changes reality because it's the truth of God. It is the truth of El Shaddai, the Lord Almighty. So I will say of the Lord that we start talking out about who the Lord is, and we start speaking out the truth of, of who he is. I will say of the Lord, I will say, I will declare, God is my refuge, God is my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Even when we don't feel like it, we come right into the presence. Jonah's saying that cocooned is such a beautiful image. It is, it's such a beautiful image. And it's from that place of safety, that cocoon. You've had a brilliant night's sleep. First thing in the morning, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my fortress. Today, the Lord is my refuge. Today, the Lord is my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. And this is the way when we choose to make these decisions that we come into a place of freedom. In one of the talks in The Sure and Certain Hope this week, I referred back to Viktor Frankl. I think it was Thursdays. So it's worth looking up. But he's famous for this, this statement. And remember, this statement comes out of his experience in a concentration camp. That's persecution. That's trouble. And he says, the one thing that the Nazis couldn't take from him in, in that concentration camp, or at least he was determined they wouldn't take from him, was the freedom to choose his own actions. He wasn't going to allow them to steal his, sorry, his attitude. He wasn't going to allow anybody else to take that from him. 
You know, we've got this in God. We've got God is my refuge. God is my fortress. My God whom I trust. And we don't want anybody to steal that from us. And, uh, and Viktor Frankl said that between everything that happens, between every sort of incident, between a stimulus, the thing that happens, whatever that is, what somebody says or a, or a feeling or something physical that happens, between stimulus and response, so here's stimulus and here's response, between it, there is a gap. Okay? And it's in that gap, it might only be very short, but our brains work really, really quickly. I can choose what my response will be to the stimulus. There is a freedom, and we don't want to have taken from us what somebody else has done, or, you know, it can be malicious, it could be by accident, it could be anything, it could be something breaking down. But between stimulus and response, there is space. And in that space, I have the freedom to choose my attitude. So I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. This means it's that cocoon again. In, in a way, it's that place of safety and protection. It was often used as a, an illustration of, of being safe from the storm. Safe completely from the storm raging around. Safe from the lightning, safe from the rain, safe from all that noise of a storm. You are in refuge. You are in lockdown. We need to choose daily to be in lockdown, lockdown with our Heavenly Father, where we can receive from Him, we can be enabled by Him. One thing you're going to hear a lot about, I think, in the coming days, coming weeks, is a lot of, um, a lot of what God is saying to the churches. There's a lot of talk about reset. I'm, I'm going to mention it on Tuesday in my morning thing. The church is being reset. And in that reset, well, first of all, don't get the idea that it's a factory reset. I think that's the danger of calling it a reset. When you have something and you do a factory reset, say on your smartphone, it resets everything back to how it was when you bought it. It's kind of a sweet, clean, nothing there. I honestly don't believe God is doing a factory reset on the church. This is more of a, a reset of getting everything back to the core of what he says. But you've still got everything that God has built in you particularly in those times in the cocoon that you've had with him, in the refuge with him. None of that is lost. In fact, none of our experience in God is ever lost. Lost. God builds in it. The reset that's coming is a church discovering what we're really here for, a church really understanding how God has called us for such a time as this, and that what we're coming out of is not going to be anything like where we were. And so in this time of lockdown, it's important to be locked down with God so that we hear from God for ourselves, so that we know what we're doing for God for ourselves. It's this equipping, it's this releasing, it's of the church being leaders even when they're not leaders. You know what I mean? It's that time of people standing. How does that happen? Well, it happens because you take hold of the word in these kind of ways. Thank you, Father. You are my refuge. You are my place of safety and protection. You are my fortress stronghold, an inaccessible place. When we first came up to Yorkshire, in the first logo that we, um, we had, because of the word over, over us about being a strong tower, we used Scarborough Castle in the logo. And still, when I see Scarborough Castle, and you can see it from so many places in Scarborough, can't you? It's amazing. It just peeks up behind a house or in a gap. 
Whenever I see that, I'm reminded of the strong tower of Scripture. I'm reminded of the fortress of Scripture, that inaccessible place, inaccessible to the enemy. You see, when we're hidden in God, the enemy cannot get to you. We are inaccessible to the enemy. Now, Scarborough Castle, it's pretty old. It's a thousand years old almost, is fallen down. And, but that's basically because it's been attacked and it, it was accessible to its civil war enemies. It was bombed from the sea uh, uh, during the First World War. Um, and just basically nobody's maintained it and it's fallen down. We need to maintain our relationship with God. We don't want our fortress to be weakened. We want to be strong in what God has made it. More like the Crusader castles. Is if, if you ever are blessed enough to go to islands in the Mediterranean, Rhodes is a good example. You, you see these old castles high, high, high up on the hills. They look completely inaccessible. And indeed, they are pretty hard to get to. You wonder how they ever managed to build the things. But they knew there was an enemy, those crusaders. And so they wanted castles that were inaccessible to the enemy. So they built them really high up. Well, God has placed us in a high place. He sat us in heavenly places. But it does take time and effort to make sure that, it's a, it, it, that the place where God has placed us is somewhere that's not falling apart. It's not that God falls apart. It's that the way we trust him can fall apart, the way we let go of him, the, the other things that we allow to be thrown at it. Nothing has to be thrown at it at all. It's totally up to us. I'm not getting very far in these verses, am I? I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. You see, even if we're struggling to trust, the good thing to say is, Father, you are my Lord God in whom I trust. I trust you, Lord. Father, I've had some doubts about this situation. I've had some worries. I've had some fear here. But I thank you that my fortress is that I trust in you through the doubt. This is a journey. This is moving toward. Surely he will save you. This is verse three. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. The fowler's snare is a little bit of an odd thing. Might not even know what a fowler is, but a fowler is um, sets traps for animals. And the fowler's traps are hidden. The animals don't see them. That's why they get caught by them. And what the Lord is saying to you, and he's saying this to you, you're not going to get caught by hidden traps. It's not like the enemy can sneak something up on you. You didn't see it coming and bang. If we're spending time in that cocoon, in that strong fortress, in that refuge, God will ensure that we will see any hidden traps. And if you can see the trap, you can avoid it. Once you know where it is, it's obvious. Once you know what it is, it's easy to avoid. And God will ensure that. And from the deadly pestilence, I mean, deadly means destruction, uh, an event that's causing death or destruction. Yeah, I know. It means calamity. I mean, it can mean the wickedness of evildoers and, and, and uh, uh, the wickedness of the tongue. Sorry about that. don't know why I did that. But it does protect us from that as well. And the pestilence is literally a word from plague. What a great scripture for now. It was, I remember people speaking from Psalm 91 going into lockdown, but now six, seven weeks into lockdown, it's 
making sure we've got this word again. He is my refuge. Lord, you are my refuge. Lord, you are my fortress. I trust you. Thank you that you saved me from all hidden traps and you will save me from this COVID-19 that is moving in this land. You will save my family. I'm going to speak it over my family. I'm not allowing the walls of my fortress to be knocked down by an enemy, but I will be strong and secure in the high place with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. So it then says, he will cover you with his feathers. And I'm coming to the end of the bit I'm going to cover today because, um, you know, because of time restrictions, really. But he will cover you with his feathers. He will, and under his wings, you will find refuge. These are beautiful words here. The feathers is a female word. So you've got a picture. The word feathers is used with the wings of an eagle, a female eagle. It's or it's it's like God, and this is the mother side of God, the the nurturing, caring side of God. He is our father, but he has the heart of a mother as well. And God, as mother, protects us with his wings. He surrounds his chick and keeps us safe. He protects us, particularly when we're young. He protects us from that that would come against us. So this is yet another picture. I mean, this psalm is just a constant picture of how safe you are in God. And it's it's speaking these things out. And you can speak it out with words, declare it with words, but also it depends on who you are. Maybe you could take photographs or watch a video of, of eagles or, you know, you could, or you could, um, yeah, paint something beautiful of, of this picture. That that is like that is the same as declaring the word. You're declaring the word while you're painting the picture. Don't think we're just talking about standing there speaking it, though that is certainly an essential thing to be doing. But also it is it, it's finding other ways. Maybe you'll make a short film on your on your cam camera phone, you know, or, or just string some pictures together, or listen to a piece of music that that causes you to imagine. You are soaring on the wings of an eagle, but also safe under wings of an eagle. It says that God's faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Faithfulness here, interestingly, also a feminine word, and it means truth. But it's like this, choose the truth in love, because it means truth. But Very often when this word, truth, this particular Hebrew word for truth is used, it's connected with loving kindness. Remember, the gentle word turns away anger. The harsh word stirs up dissension. That's the opposite way around to the proverb is. But choose truth. But don't let truth. Don't don't use truth even to bash yourself over the head. Should be. I should be. I should be. I should be. Or maybe you should be. But if that's the case, ask for God's forgiveness, and then take the words of love and acceptance. Take the words of being in his refuge and speak those over yourself. Don't bash yourselves with, you know, harsh words because God doesn't bash you with harsh words. The strong words in the Bible are never meant to bash us. Any strong, the, the, any strong words there are is simply to allow us to walk into freedom, not to bash ourselves or even others over the head. God, Jesus sits next to us. Just as it says at the beginning of this, 
we choose to dwell in the shelter of the Most High, we choose to sit in the shelter of the Most High. Jesus chooses to sit with us, inhabit us in our presence. This is amazing, isn't it, that God chooses this? But that's what he chooses. That's his faithfulness, the truth with loving kindness. And he will be your shield, and it's literally like the shield uh, a warrior would use to protect themselves. But also remember, a shield is used in things like shield walls to protect one another. The Lord is our shield, and we'll use that shield, we'll use that prayer to protect ourselves, but also to protect one another. And the word rampart, that, or translated as rampart there, is, is actually um, it's a specific type of weapon that's used in defense to ward off the attacks of the enemy. So not only will the Lord be your shield, but he is a weapon that will deal with the enemy for you. He is a weapon that deals with the enemy for you. That's exciting, isn't it? Well, I'm going to I'm going to come to the end of sort of breaking through um, the different different words there. But let's to finish. I let, let I'm going to read through from his faithfulness will be your shield and rampart, and this could be a great psalm to be praying through this week. But praying through and taking hold of and saying yes, that's the truth for me. It's not just something in the Bible. It's not just something for somebody else. This is the truth for me. This is the truth for my church. And, and the community, the family of my church. Let's have a look. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flow, flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Why? Because we are in the fortress. We're in the safe place. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Go back and watch that video. I'm not saying God is using this as a judgment on the land. Not saying that at all. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. Notice it says, if you say. You have to choose to believe. You have to make active choices. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come to your tent. No destruction will come to your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. That They will lift you up. This is the angels now. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. These are spiritual enemies. They stand no chance against you if we are hidden in God's fortress. Because he loves me or because you love me, says the Lord, I will rescue you. I will protect you for you acknowledge my name. This is what God's saying to you right now. You will call on me and I will answer you. I will be with you in trouble and I will deliver you and I will honor you. With long life, I will satisfy you. And show you to be, and show you my salvation. Show you the joy of living in my safety and my protection. I will do this for you, says the Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, we receive from you right now. We receive this word from you right now. And we pray that by your grace, Lord, you would 
enable us to walk in this truth. You will enable us to declare this truth. And you will enable us to have complete victory, not only over COVID-19, but over fear, over anxiety, over all kinds of sickness and things that are around us, over poverty, over negativity, over gossip, all these things, Father. I thank you that you give us the victory over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Wow. Well, we're just about at the end of this live stream for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, lots of comments there on the stream. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's, um, this afternoon, our online guest speaker, yeah, we've got another one. And we've got uh, Jim, Jim Eldridge lined up for next week. So that'll be another uh, great online guest speaker. But this afternoon, we've got Pastor Jonathan Croft. So let's just go over to Jonathan and uh, just hear a little bit from his introduction to give you a taster for the online premiere at half past three here on Light to North uh, this afternoon. And then we'll come back together and just say goodbye and mention things like the Hub Online, which we can all go to on Zoom next. We'll be putting some details up. Okay, let's just hear a little bit, just a snatch from Pastor Jonathan. Hello, Hello Kingdom, Kingdom Faith, Faith Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Uh, it's, it's great, great to, to be with, be with you today. today. And I'm looking forward to uh, just sharing some of the things that are on my heart. And it's an unusual time, isn't it? Um, I'm here in my little office, um, not like Paul's, where he's got his view over the harbour. But um, this is my safe space. And uh, as you can see, uh, it's it's quite small, but it's uh, a place where I can come and meet with God and I can encourage um, myself in, in, in God in all of those ways. So it's great to be with you this morning. I'm just um, going to share initially from um, uh, the book of Joshua, chapter three, um, and then we'll go from there. Um, I'm just going to start from um, the first verse. It says um, this was about crossing over Jordan. Joshua had taken over from Moses. And then it says early in the morning, Joshua and all the Israelites set out from Shittim and went to the Jordan where they camped before the crossing over. After three days. There we do again. Hallelujah. I tell you, this muting the microphone off and on, this is why you need a technical team. Hallelujah. You might think, well, it's pretty easy to remember, but there's so many different buttons and things to press that that's what often happens. And if you leave the mic on when you play a video like that one, uh, you get this absolutely horrendous sound and you can't hear anything properly. So you have to turn it off and then you have to turn it on. And then you have to. Anyway, you don't need to know about that. What I was saying in the silence that you couldn't hear was that we're coming up and we're going to go to Hub Online now. Um, that's on Zoom. John will be putting the details up here on Zoom. And uh, we will be fine and going over to uh, our Zoom place so we could all chat, all come together. If you don't know what Zoom is, Google it. It's basically a web page. And from that web page, you'll need an app if you're on a phone. But um, you can join for free. And you can come along and join in the discussion using the details that are on here on YouTube by John's post. Or you can go to Facebook, the Kingdom Faith Yorkshire Facebook page, and everything will be on there. 
And we all come together and then we go into what Zoom calls breakout rooms, which is just smaller groups. We can catch up with different people, say hi, share any prayer requests, uh, that kind of thing. So that it's just a time to be community to, together and talk to one another. It's not as good as all being together at the summit, but it, it's a good substitute for what we have right now. Yep, I can see John has put up those details there for you on the broadcast right now. So we will break off here. We'll go to the post stream that will come up for a little while longer so you can carry on chatting here in the text on YouTube if you're using that bit. But other than that, keep safe, everybody. God bless you and uh, look forward to seeing uh, those of you that can make it over to online. Keep in touch. If you're feeling lonely, we're here for you. There's people, there's numerous amount of us that would just want to talk and catch up. Or if you're struggling anyway, don't do it on your own. We're a family. All right. God bless you, everybody. And uh, see you soon. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.